0: It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride.
1: Welcome to the clip out episode 31. This is Crystal O'Keefe
0: and this is Tom O'Keefe.
1: Happy Thanksgiving. Do
0: I sound fatter?
1: A little bit but I I wasn't gonna say anything. I feel it. I feel fatter too. I feel fatter. I've been so bad but it felt good. (laughs) (laughs) I had chocolate.
0: We're talking about food (laughs) just for the record.
1: I had chocolate pecan pie. And I, lots of rules.
0: <laughs> I got lots of rolls <laughs> <laughs> I uh what oh, man we just ate so much.
1: I know. I, it's it's embarrassing, how, it much we've embarrassing. E- how much we've consumed in 72 hours. Yes.
0: I feel like somewhere there's a kid with like a distended belly and flies on his eyes and we're over here like I'll have nine more plates of turkey. <laughs> going to hell. We are. We are going to hell.
1: Yeah, we didn't need to eat all that.
0: But a delicious hell.
1: But I'm super thankful for all the food I ate and all the fun I had. Yes. And all the wonderful people in my life Got all cheesy on you You did
0: I don't want any cheese on my turkey That's gross <laughs> So we went away for the uh, weekend We were kidless dead. Yes Thinking of a way to describe where the kids are at That won't get me in trouble
1: Well, my daughter's with her dad
0: There, so that he's okay
1: Yeah We She's, like him Yeah, and my daughter's okay, too Yeah
0: Well, no, I just <laughs> well, yes <laughs> But but mine are at uh, their mother's We'll just leave it at that Speaking of that, we can put that under things We're not thankful for Anywho, so we went away yes. For our own little weekend since we were without child Yes And we went to a place called Pier Marquette Lodge Yes Which is a park right on the river in Illinois
1: yeah, it's super cool. Made yeah. out of limestone. It's, it's really been around, old.
0: It's been around forever. It looks like where they filmed The Shining or something.
1: Yeah, especially when we walked out there last night, it was super dark. Remember? It was and like- they
0: have, the, <laughs> all the rooms have like solid wood doors, and I mean solid yeah. wood doors. And then the lodge area is like all made out of limestone, and the, the carpet is all that American Indian imagery in the carpet, like in like in uh, The Shining. <laughs> yeah, so it was.
1: Yeah, but like awesome in a cool way. Yes. Yeah, it was all good.
0: It was. it was it was it was neat and uh it so
1: was that- and boy what great hospitality there
0: It was funny We were talking about Pricing differences
1: <laughs> Yeah All you folks That live in New York <laughs> Get a load of how much We paid for Here's, a buffet Yeah
0: <laughs> Their breakfast buffet Was seven ninety five.
1: Yeah It's $7.95 Yeah
0: Yeah <laughs> And, 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 and uh, like A US dollars And And uh, Just to be clear It's like You're like But that Those numbers Don't make sense In that order And it was And it was amazing It
1: was Like it, no, None of that Like powdered egg stuff No no, this yeah. was this was the real deal. That bacon was so good.
0: It was very good. Yeah. And then uh, what the Thanksgiving buffet? Yes. Was the options were so you had turkey, ham, salmon, fried chicken, roast beef, roast beef, and, and then, baked chicken, and baked chicken, and then you also had turkey. You so you had turkey gravy, and you had chicken gravy, and then you had mashed potatoes and mac and cheese. And a whole bunch of other stuff I wouldn't so eat. So many sides, two different types of stuffing, coleslaw, I, lasagna. They had lasagna, lasagna for some reason. <laughs> like it was like that. Sure, that's Thanksgiving. Why not? And for somebody, it is sure. And the whole thing was what twenty five bucks. That's insane. It is even in, even in flyover country. That's insane.
1: Yeah, I think we're going back next year. <laughs>
0: <laughs> for those prices, you can't afford not to. I know it was great. So. And we didn't have
1: to do a dish. It was lovely.
0: I did a dish, <laughs> but <laughs> she's bright red right now. So, so, uh, so no, it was it was a great time and just a little. Uh, my when I was a kid, my my parents had a boat that is not near as fancy as it sounds. My dad built a houseboat.
1: Yeah That Only in Missouri
0: That talent Did not get passed on The only I think Thing I really got passed on Was male pattern baldness
1: (laughs) Well I think I think you got a little bit Of his teasing And sarcasm From what I understand I do what? Uh-huh.
0: So, I when I say, like, we had a boat, like, it's not, like, <laughs> let me just, it's not crazy fancy. I'm not, we're not, I'm not thirst and howl. So, we had a boat that he built. I'm picturing you in an ascot. Okay. I'll picture your ascot. So, I don't have to picture it. We're married. uh <laughs> So we would take the boat Up to Pier Marquette Because it was a little bit Of a boat ride And so he got to drive the boat And hopefully it didn't sink It never did Not while we owned it anyway And uh, That's good that's But good. that's a different story And <laughs> So But I just was telling you that story To tell you this story Is that as a kid I couldn't say Pier Marquette <laughs> I didn't know how to pronounce it Okay Properly But as a child Who even then Was obsessed with pop culture What I chose to call Pier Marquette Lodge Was Carol Burnett Lodge.
1: What? So you.
0: That is very me. So
1: you. Only you could take an old-timey Lodge and turn it into pop culture.
0: That's what I do. (laughs) So, uh, shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on iTunes. You can go there. Rate, review, subscribe. We have an iTunes review.
1: Yay, let's hear it.
0: Not as good as the one that said I should never ride the bike.
1: Well, I don't know that I I agree with that.
0: I don't know that that review will ever be topped.
1: I'm pretty sure they all top that one
0: I don't think I, it could never be duplicated or surpassed It was a pretty good Because no one interview. else owns
1: that opinion, Tom
0: Well, then everyone else is wrong But the other <laughs> one we have for this week is pretty good, too
1: Yeah, let's hear
0: it So uh, this is from Ricci1989 I feel like I know who this is Do you? I do And they say just realized I never wrote a review. What? Well, this podcast is straight fire. John Mills. Well, whoever else would say that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I mean, other people say it, but I picture John Mills yeah, saying when he I says mean, it. I think that's a. There's like, I need a fire emoticon now. He always, he always puts the little fire emoticon. <laughs> Love John Mills. He
0: says, I look forward to each amazing episode every Friday. If you have a Peloton and you're not listening to this podcast, you need to reevaluate your entire world existence with not one, not two, but three exclamation points.
1: Wow.
0: Oh, and then he walks it back. Okay, maybe that's too far. Oh. But just slightly. <laughs> this re- I'm
1: like a roller coaster of emotions. This review
0: has just been a roller coaster, ride. Right? <laughs> Hashtag I'm assuming leaderboard name Run, lift, and live
1: Definitely John Mills so definitely. Thank you Thank you're you, welcome. Mr. Mills Oh,
0: you meant him I did I thought you meant me For reading it
1: <laughs> Well, that too
0: It's not as easy As I make it look I know I know because you're, you're a ed- real pro You know Because you edit it that's true. <laughs> so That's you,
1: true. I take out the parts that you struggle with.
0: You, yeah, there's your shameless plugs. Uh, you can also uh, find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash theclipout. And you can also check out our website, theclipout.com. So, what do we have coming up on the show this week?
1: Well, it's a little bit of a light week. So, we're going to talk about what's been going on, which is mostly new writers. The Turkey Burn Ride, and of course, our interview with Michael Klein.
0: Well, then let's dig in ever so lightly.
1: Perfect. It's time for News of the Paladin.
0: Good news, bad news. There are tons of sales right now in the boutique. That's the good news. The bad news is Crystal has bought everything.
1: Yeah. Like literally everything There were people bitching Because it sold out And that is Solely my fault
0: <laughs> You bought all of it In I, all, all sizes of All of it in all She's sizes She's tripled the prices And if you want to buy any of it Just contact her
1: at- No I didn't really Actually I was I'm still holding out I'm still saving you money Tom I'm waiting for the holiday collection To drop Right So I am saving All of my spending Most of my spending For <laughs> the holiday collection I did I did get a few things Like Rachel Boutine And Evan Cooperman both alerted me to the fact today that ride packs were on sale 40% off So I had to get a five pack for HRI because when we go for HRI I'm going to ride as much As I possibly can in studio
0: as long as you're not hungover, right so I'm
1: not going to I'm Not making another rookie mistake they're not going I'm not booking seven and eight a.m.s. You'll
0: get one in the first day
1: no because last time we had your writers workshop this Time we're not going to have the writers workshop that's true this time is all about Peloton for me I don't know what you're going to do Except ride with me.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anywho, moving right along. So uh, if you if by the time you hear this, the boutique is probably just closed down for good.
1: Yeah. So I don't think it's closed down for good. But
0: I, they're just gonna.
1: So the, the there were sales on ride. They're packs.
0: so out of stuff in the boutique. <laughs> I bought a shirt the other day. It showed up. It said flywheel. <laughs>
1: That's pretty out.
0: Yeah. And that also explains the discount. Yeah. Like 90% off. <laughs> nobody wanted it.
1: That shit keeps showing up in my feed. I'm like stop showing me Flywheel, you suck, Flywheel. You're,
0: you're being targeted, which is dumb. Uh, Why would you target somebody who already owns a two or three thousand dollars Bike
1: I like, don't know But they're I, I'm sorry. i sorry I know I know that I'm biased I know that I love Peloton To a ridiculous amount Do you now? I know It's shocking But their commercials Just seem so over the top To me Like I don't know Who these instructors are That are riding the bike But like They're a little too aggressive For me They seem very fake They don't They're not connecting with me The way our instructors do When I When I ride the bike With the instructors That we have at Peloton They are speaking to me you know i mean and everybody else that's on the bike But
0: it these, feels one to it one It
1: does and these people in these com- Commercials they just look insane I don't know who these people are but they're like really Amped up like they look like they look like They might be on some kind of performance Enhancing drugs <laughs> like they're really excited
0: Then their performance should be better <laughs>
1: Lot of me, I don't know what their output is. Maybe yeah. they're doing great, but anyway, that's just my
0: personal. Little it's always thing. weird when you're used to one thing and then you see an, another version of it. That's not. Yeah. It's like when uh, Meadowlark Metalark Lemon Ugh. left the Harlem Globetrotters and started
1: the Bucketeers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? It's weird to hear you do a sports analogy. Well, it's so. the Harlem Globetrotters? They were on Gilligan's Island, so it's okay, a okay. But the and
0: Scooby Doo and Scooby Doo. So the Harlem Globetrotters kind of. When they were in the 70s When they were kind of really big Meadowlark Lemon Mm -hmm. Legendary Globetrotter Of course uh, He left the Globetrotters And started Oh, Meadowlark A competing comedic basketball team
1: (laughs) I mean, it's a pretty niche field (laughs) So
0: so are indoor exercise bikes, right? Touché And so he started a competing team called the Bucketeers You gotta really You gotta really Pop the B On that one Just You know For the people on Wide Wide World of Sports In the 70s The Bucketeers Like a Like a bucket Yes So uh, So yeah so, And it was basically It was the same thing Except Except it was Not the Harlem Globetrotters
1: Yeah Well I mean I saw somebody Was like oh, Well this actually Looks like a better Bike than Peloton and I was like oh. <laughs>
0: It's like, oh, how long have you worked for Flywheel?
1: Yeah, I was like, oh, that was smooth <laughs> I couldn't tell at all that you worked for Flywheel Ugh, yuck Anyway Anywho Back to what I was trying to say I got a little off topic there So, 40% off of all ride packs And I believe it was 40% off of all of the clothes in the boutique However, that started that started um, at the end of the day, Thanksgiving night And by Friday... Mid-morning it was all gone Luckily I woke up Because I couldn't sleep At 5 a.m. I bought some stuff Oh
0: thank god
1: And then I went back to sleep
0: That is very lucky
1: Well it is lucky Because we were We were in the limestone lodge You know how hard it was To order what I ordered It was very difficult Well It took me like an hour To order that shit You're the real hero I am (laughs) And then I had to wait till we got back To get the ride packs Luckily those were still available I know yeah got a lot of shopping to do still Lots of lots of good deals there were Lots of complaints be- because the boutique Was already out of things and so you Know I posted about how when we had Jill Foley on the show how she Explained that they have a new line That drops you know every six to 12 Weeks and right. explained how the sizing Works you know that they that I've Never had any issues with sizing I know Lots of people had so I'm not saying It's not really a thing but I just go By whatever their sizing chart says Not by like what their tags say right And I have not yet had an issue and so I would was hoping to kind of you know de-stress some people, but nope, nope, they just ignored me and kept right on going with the complaints. So I tried, but uh, I was unsuccessful. So
0: yeah, it's pretty hard to stop the uh, the bitching train once it has left the station. Yeah, you just you gotta. Got to be fast, yeah. And you the snooze, holiday collection
1: lose. is coming, and they're going to fill up that stock all over again. I'm so excited for the holiday well, collection.
0: Probably part of why they did the sale. To yeah, clear out. That's how then,
1: that's how retail works. Yeah. Last, I mean,
0: last I checked.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses.
1: so don't give up being a breadhead Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order Go
0: to hero.co And use code TCO at checkout
1: That's TCO at H-E-R-O Dot C-O Enough about that
0: So the turkey burn
1: Yes So the turkey burn ride Like did you Do you understand the whole premise of it?
0: It was a Ride for a lot of people at once
1: Yes because they were trying to break The Guinness Book of World Records for the most Live riders on one ride and The what we had to 5,000 People on one ride guess how many we got
0: 5,001
1: 11,000 so I was Close yeah You're really close
0: It's Price's Right rules
1: Man I was so FOMO I was filled with FOMO When I saw the pictures With like Robin The lady from the Guinness Book of World Records I was like Oh if this would have Happened last year I totally would have Been there
0: In real life Yes we were in New York at Thanksgiving
1: I know I was the, so jealous
0: The Guinness Book lady This is interesting <laughs> To nobody but me But I'm going to say it anyway uh, <laughs> She looks like my dentist <laughs> Well that's good. Yeah, I, I, she's
1: she's really multi-talented. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a lot on your plate. It is. Her palate
1: it is, and I know that a lot of people have been asking for like for Peloton to come up with shirts that we're talking about the the Turkey Burn, right? And I I'm not one to peddle wares, and I'm not going to start now, but I will say that there is a store that you can find on Facebook. It's run by Diane Tratham and her husband, and it's called SAG Wagon Swag, and they are going to sell shirts. Now they don't say Peloton on them, but they do say Turkey Burn, the date, and they're going to have the number of riders on it. So um, for anybody who's interested, if you if Peloton doesn't come up With anything, this is a good alternative It's not infringing on Peloton's Copyright in any way, it does not Mention the word Peloton, it does not have their bike On it, so if that's something that's important to you, but you still Want a memento of the day, that's a great way to do it
0: Okay, and uh, if you want to go To our Facebook page,
1: then we will have a Link, facebook.com slash the clip out
0: And you can also See a picture of me
1: (laughs) Participating
0: Participating
1: (laughs) I mean, Participating. That, that's an
0: air quote. <laughs> Participating in the turkey burn. <laughs> I did do my part. Yes, you did. And, and there's a photo of that at yes. facebook.com slash the clip out.
1: It's there. <laughs> it's very exciting times, though.
0: And the new interface has rolled out to, if not everyone, a solid chunk.
1: It has, yeah. So I received the new interface this week, mm-hmm. and uh, I love it. I've seen. Several complaints Not that that's shocking um, <laughs> It's some, like
0: whenever Facebook changes something People are like Ah oh, this is yeah, yeah the only
1: thing That I saw that I felt like Was something worth Mentioning You know not just like I'm I don't like change Like something that's Actually something Peloton might want to Look into Sure Is that a lot of people Complained that it was Too small to see If you wear glasses You know if like You gotcha. have an issue So I don't know Peloton might want to Might want to take a look let see I,
0: I heard that all the Verbiage on it Is entirely an Esperanto is that true?
1: Yes, that's absolutely true. <laughs> but that should make you get want to get on the bike, right?
0: No, I don't know how to speak Esperanto.
1: You know, you know what I love about the new layout. What's that? I like how the little, little bike drives across the top, showing you how far you have to go.
0: <laughs> it's like the little uh, family truckster. Yes. <laughs> in a natural lampoon's vacation. Yep, it's very cute. <laughs> I love that little guy. <laughs> what kind of bike is it?
1: I mean, I can't tell
0: Is it like a 10 speed? I think it's a Cannondale Okay
1: Totally made that up Is that a bike? It is a bike maker Okay I I only know that because I I belong to the I only know that because I belong to the road riders And they're uh, always posting their cool bike lane photos And I always go Boy, that'd be cool to have one of those And then I'm like Oh, but I wouldn't know how to buy And I wouldn't (laughs) know where to keep it And I wouldn't know how to I wouldn't know how to change a flat tire There's so much I wouldn't know how to do
0: I was like, what? Chippendale have a bike?
1: No, Cannondale How do their little paws
0: reach the (laughs) Reach the pedals, they're just little tiny guys.
1: There's a little tiny bike.
0: Well, I see. Well, I guess that makes sense. It's on your screen. Right. That's just about gotta chipmunk go acro- size. That's
1: right. Okay. Okay.
0: That makes sense, then.
1: I'm glad we got this all figured out. <laughs>
0: me, too.
1: It's it's a beautiful interface, I think. I love it. I mean, I love all the new colors. I like when I like when just about anything changes and like looks sleeker and has a new up-to-date vibe to it. Any kind of technology, that's awesome to me. I'm always stoked when that happens.
0: I say, I could change, but I doubt I, it would be for the sleeker.
1: Well... <laughs> I mean you never know I like all kinds of change I'm very You know what It my My work At my work One of our One of our Our eight No our seven There's seven traits That everybody's supposed to have That uh-huh. works there And one of them Is being invigorated by change And I I possess that trait I see So No matter how you change I am really excited about it Boy
0: all the time When the bike Is really paying off You've gotten very good At backpedaling
1: <laughs> Well I was talking about technology You took it a different way (laughs) Checking
0: in with the Peloton community So uh, on the Skype phone with us today is uh, we had this conversation uh, before we started officially recording is either Mike or Michael Klein. (laughs) (laughs) He has absolutely no preference whatsoever.
2: Zero. I I must have eaten paint chips as a kid or something. I'm not sure why that is.
0: Because they're they're tasty. That's why. Yeah. Oh, yum. Yeah. In the 70s, they made them taste like Fritos. Mm. And I am a child of the seventies. So. Same here. So, see, I knew, I knew instinctually. We ate, you, we ate you the both same ate paint, paint chips. Yes, it, it explains. It some, does
1: explain a lot. Explains
0: a lot, doesn't? It? Yeah,
2: I like paint chips, and I like my water with extra lead.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. And all the listeners now are like, "Wait, he'll eat paint chips, but not vegetables? <laughs> there really is something wrong with this guy."
1: Well, yeah. Well,
0: yeah. <laughs> Delightfully wrong.
1: Yeah, of I course. Believe is what you meant to say? Honey. Yes, that is yeah. what I meant.
0: So, but enough about us. Yeah. Mike Michael's like, why did you invite me on to have this conversation? like you and me me for you, this?
2: Why did you invite me on right after Emma? Of all the time that could have come <laughs> on right after her. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Jeez.
1: Well, if it makes you feel any better, we record these a few weeks in advance, so you're probably not going to air right after. Right. Emma. There'll
0: be a little bit of a gap there. So, oh. so I think oh. I think the way it goes is you'll go right after. After Stephen Little so, <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> just, <even> better.
0: <laughs> And just before people Start messaging us We do not have an interview Currently no. scheduled We would be happy to But before people are like Oh my god they, yeah, No No, no we, don't. we don't Tom's
1: messing with you Yeah I'm
0: just It's the paint chips talking Don't blame me
2: It's stuck with me this week yeah.
1: <laughs> Alright well Mike slash Michael Tell us how you found Peloton
2: Oh gosh So I Um well, I'm an attorney by, by trade, by education, but um, I, had, I had gotten into spin years and years ago when I first uh, started. I was just a baby attorney, and I, <laughs> Dude, I went away from it for a while. How,
0: how often do babies need attorneys? That seems like a really <laughs> hyper-focused...
2: Sp- well, you went <laughs> More, there, and
1: I pictured the baby from Saturday Night Live, like the guy who's oh, a baby. the man, baby. The man, yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah.
2: um, so, yeah. So I was a young attorney. Sorry. So <laughs> literal. Um, and uh, I got away from it for a while. And uh, my wife and I uh, had a couple of boys. They're seven and three now. And I put on 10 pounds per kid and I was eating like terribly and all that kind of stuff. So went to the doctor right before I turned four. And doctor came back to me and said, um, you are pre-diabetic and you're overweight, you need to make wholesale changes or else you're kind of going down the road to diabetes and and all that kind of bad stuff. So made a wholesale change, uh, changed my diet completely and started doing something called group power, which is kind of it's. Cardio plus weightlifting at the same time So Hmm. similar to Peloton In the sense of it's like kind of set playlists And stuff like that but instead of riding a bike You're doing weightlifting And I did that for about four or five months Until I was doing an overhead Kind of uh, movement To to work on my shoulders and I uh, herniated disc in my neck So yeah uh, Not fun Uh, First time anything like that ever happened to me It was fairly sedentary before that So anyway long story longer I go to the doctor And I have to get a cortisone shot And I'm about to go under And I said listen I just want to get back in the gym When can I get back And the guy looked at me And, you know, I'm I'm just 40 at this point. And he looked at me, and the first time in my life I ever heard the words, someone at your age, not so much. And I was like, oh, wow, okay, yeah, 40. So he basically said I couldn't lift overhead any heavy weight because that's how we kept him in business, doing neck surgeries Uh on white men over 40 who were trying to lift more weight than their necks could could hold.
0: Uh Anywho. See, this is why uh, I don't do projects
2: around the house. (laughs) And that's why I no longer do projects around the house, too. (laughs) (laughs) Same playbook. Uh So uh, I go uh, and I go back to my roots and I go to uh, spin at my local gym and I loved it with the small exception. I'm a music guy. Like when I get on the bike and I'm not sure how many other people out there are like me, but the music is what drives me. If I get a bad song or a song, I mean, not that there's bad songs, but a song that I'm not really into. There are bad of a I'm songs. Focusing, uh, yeah, there are bad songs. Right, there just, are bad just songs. To be politically correct.
0: We built this um, city by starship.
1: I. Love that song That's a bad she song, that song
0: too.
2: That's a,
1: there's,
2: a terrible example There's no
0: such thing As a wrong opinion In this case I'll make an exception both, You're both wrong That song is awful No it's not
2: So uh, anyway, They weren't playing that They weren't playing Starship But they were I mean it was just All kinds of It was It was boots and pants music You know what I mean Like when everything Just sounds like Boots and pants and Boots and pants and...
1: Oh I've never heard it Called that But that's yeah, awesome It, it, it was
2: just I hear that And it's just My, my mind goes numb and all I can focus is the pain in my legs or how much I'm sweating sure. so I decided you know what if I'm ever going to have control over these playlists I might as well just get certified and become a spin instructor so I did and around that same time I started looking at the classes and doing online research is when you know the Facebook started invading my uh, web browser history and seeing <laughs> that I was going down the road so all the ads that would suddenly come up are Peloton, 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 Peloton <laughs> <laughs> so it, I got to hold it off and hold it <laughs> off and hold it off but eventually I just I really Wanted to do it and a friend of mine uh, Alana who lives you know a couple exits away Down the freeway she got one and And so I tried it out I loved it And she doesn't sweat I do So when I tried her bike I just poured Sweat all over it she said <laughs> you ain't coming back And so I one was to own.
0: I think we need to stop here For a second so if she doesn't sweat I think that might be a medical condition Like that's not <laughs> a good thing like you need to sweat
2: I agree with you I think it's very unhealthy, she swears, neither her nor her husband sweat. But I mean I sweat enough for the three of them or the two of them plus my wife and my two kids. So (laughs) it was became very clear from about 10 minutes in when they were both kind of in the doorway staring at me and whispering to each other like what is he doing (laughs) to our workout room? I I needed to find a, a different kind of way to do this. So picked up the app, and uh, I did, like, the free trial for a couple weeks and then paid for a bunch of months. And I was exclusively, I mean, you talk about, you know, built this city on rock and roll. I was doing solely on-demand rides of Jennifer Jacobs on Friday 80s rides, which, you know, might my, my taste in music, no one's ever said it's fantastic. Uh, but <laughs> it's certainly popular, and it, it really got me motivated, started losing the weight again. And I, I just went to my wife and I said, listen, I know it's, it's a big investment, but if we do this, I swear, I swear to God, I'll stop teaching. I, I, I've got a job as an instructor at that time doing about twice a week. I'll stop teaching. I'll get rid of the gym mentorship. I'll solely do Peloton because these really are the best instructors in the world. And I, I don't need to worry about the playlist anymore. You're like, I'll um,
0: take it for a walk. I'll feed it every day. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. <Yeah. laughs> Absolutely. I'll wipe it down with all the sweat. and." You know, you're gonna you're gonna love the results and, and it took a while and it took a while and I just pestered her enough, which pretty much is how we got our dog too, now that I think about it. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but but she said yes and, and now I'm an addict.
0: Wow. And so now how long ago was that that all that transpired?
2: Um, that was uh, right after July fourth weekend this year.
1: So, this year, uh, this one,
2: so like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm 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 a newbie. It's I mean I gotta say it's like it's I'm thrilled to be on this podcast. Like these hello celebrities to me are just flat out celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been here for like a while now, and I love the podcast. Obviously, haven't written an iTunes review yet, but I will if you ever get short, just uh, hit me up and let me know. Yeah, just uh, let us know when you do, and we'll
0: post this episode. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there you go. Uh, but yeah, so like I really just kind of dove in head first into the Facebook message board and all that stuff to kind of see what was going on and just the whole community and everything. I know there's a lot of kind of some negative talk on like kind of the main OPP page about how it used to be and all that stuff but I don't know from that. I've only been around a couple months and you know 99% of my experiences save the, the, the notable one or two have been nothing but positive and supportive and, and wonderful so that got me even more hooked. I mean yeah. it just like every single step that I took got me more and more hooked and then to learn about this community that we built up over the last few years it just kind of Wanted me to get as involved as I could
0: Plus with the OPP, I mean, you're an attorney So you like to argue <laughs> You're like,
2: well I didn't think
1: you'd Fight you know, these
2: amateurs it's true. it's true, it's true, I mean, that's what my, my parents Used to say, it's like, we know you're going to be an attorney All you do is argue with
1: me. You know, it's, it's funny, because it's like, I think that The OPP is still a good place To go for most most Conversations, it's just that it. I feel bad for somebody who asks Something so Nonchalantly like they just walk out there And they're like hey let me ask a simple Question and then like 25 People jump all over them and tell them how stupid They are or you know then they have Other people that are, are telling them that they're Wrong for feeling the way they feel and it's Just and it, everybody is entitled to their Opinion that's not what upsets me It's that people Say it so hatefully that's what upsets yeah. Me well you know
2: it's it, you're on You're on social media and trolls will be trolls And yeah you know, I, I and I ran Into a little bit of that too when I first started Because you know I didn't know what was going on and I thought I was the only one who had the idea of starting like a writer kind of fan page and somebody took offense to that and all. Then I took a step back. I'm like... Call me as many names as you want. I'm not in seventh grade anymore. I just don't <laughs> care. I really don't. Like, I'll, I'll go here for the support. But if you want to, like, say negative stuff, knock yourself out. It really just, you know, I'll have a little bit of fun and I'll shoot back if I need to. And then I'll, maybe I'll get kicked out of a group. But then back <laughs> in. And somebody wants to message me. And it's like I view it as, as humorous. Like, I'm here for the bike. I'm here for the instructors and, and all the good stuff that comes with it. So, you know, I enjoy the OPP. I kind of like, you know, the subgroups that I'm a part of, too. The badasses of, of Peloton being one of them uh, that I really enjoy being a part of, because everything that you probably get kicked out for saying in the main group, you can say in that group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that,
1: that, that's true. So shout out to them. <laughs> what is it? What do you think it's like coming into the community? You're saying that, you know, you still find it pretty supportive, but is there anything else that stands out? You know, you said you've listened to a couple of the episodes, so you might have heard like maybe... Brian Albright talking about way back when it was only a couple hundred people on on the OPP. What's what's it like now when you walk in and there's forty three thousand people, forty four thousand, I guess. Gosh,
2: a it, it, great question. So it, it, you know, it's just it, there's there's conflicting emotions there, right? Because on the one hand, it's exciting because you know you're seeing it, it's this brand new thing that nobody else is offering, and you walk into this community where you know, you really feel a connection with the instructors, you know, first and foremost, when you start that bike up on day one, but to go really, I mean, I, I would venture to say, you know, 50% of it is the actual bike for me, like just as big a percentage is going on to social media, Facebook in particular, and connecting with other riders from everything from basic questions. And, you know, I, 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 I when I first jumped on, I basic question, you know, anybody know how to calibrate the bike? And that question gets asked like, five <laughs> times a day on the bus. And, Everybody will jump in and say, either here's the link to the one hidden YouTube video where it shows you how to do it. And then another five people don't do it. It'll mess up your bike. And I went through all that. But those are people jumping in and trying to help. So on the one hand, any questions that you have, if you're new and you're listening to this, I would say you know, jump on the OPP and and just ask it. because. If it's a basic question that's been answered before, the only thing that I have seen is that it just gets answered again. People give you their opinions as far as whether they think it's a good idea, bad idea, or what have you. But if you want to know how to move your bike from one location to another, or whether to calibrate, or, you know, I like um, Tom Petty. Do we have a Tom Petty tribute ride? Um, <laughs> no, still no as of this podcast and <laughs> uh, the taping of it anyway. And people want it, but we don't know if it's coming yet. But all kinds of stuff. It's very, very supportive community to the point where I've had Individual people reach out to me, private message me, either when I'm getting slammed on a message board for saying something or just to say, hey, I saw this and I really liked it. It's just like you just instantly get 40,000 new friends Um, (laughs) or maybe 39,000 because they're always one or 10 percent or whatever the math comes out to. I really was bad at math. Anyway, that's the good part. I talk a lot. I apologize. The bad part. That's a selling
0: point for being on a podcast, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
2: i will fill the time <laughs> me. but there's also an intimidation factor to it you get hit with a lot of tlas three-letter acronyms whether it's jss that you aren't quite sure you know if i think it's jen sherman but i don't know if there's another name in there and what that name is to hrz to you know f the matt wilpers um i'm blanking i'm having uh, a brain FTP. for
1: FTP, like the, fa- yeah, the yeah
2: yeah all power that power zone stuff. training like, yeah yeah, yeah. You don't know what that is. And so, I mean, you stick around for 30 seconds, you'll figure it out. But it can be intimidating. And I also see a lot of people posting about kind of being intimidated. Like, not, I haven't done a live ride yet. I'm nervous. Yeah. And I, I can't say I personally understand that because the one thing I wanted to do was get a live ride. The only difference being chance for a shout out. Um, <laughs> and maybe you feel a little bit more guilty if you cheat for a little section because your legs are tired. But it can be intimidating because of the idea that you're jumping into a community that's thousands and thousands of people who have been here for a very long time and know the history and you know and even to the point where i you know i understand why some of these instructors you know they have close relationships with riders so they will shout them out on a consistent basis yeah that can certainly uh, i mean it's it, i wouldn't say this is a huge problem or anything but it can feel a little bit like you know you're an outsider looking in in a way sure. i get that
1: yeah you know yeah. A, a little
2: bit but it's nothing like. I you know I, I love Jen Sherman's rides You know I, I love all the rides For crying out loud But I really like hers And her choice of music And stuff like that So you know I don't know who Christy Karuba is I know you guys do I know interviewed her, But I don't know who she is I know Jen likes her I know she's an admin I'm sure she's a wonderful person too But you know I wish Jen liked me as much.
1: <laughs> yeah? Exactly. So. yeah, it's like you, you want to be friends with the instructors, too. And I I definitely remember feeling that way. And I, I think that that's when you just reach out and have conversations with them. I mean, it's such a great opportunity to ask questions of our instructors. I feel like we not only get to listen to them instruct us during class, but if you ask them a question, they almost always answer, and they answer thoughtfully, and it's it's such an honor that they, they do. They take the time to answer so many people, and so you, you can get to know them a lot of different ways if you can't yeah. make it into the studio. I don't, I don't remember. Do you live close? No, you're... You're on the West Coast, right?
2: Yeah, I'm in San Francisco. But I'll tell you, just as an add-on to that, you know, there was that feeling of intimidation. That's been brand new. But a few months ago, Peloton was setting up these little pop-up kind of stores all around the country. And they had one in San Francisco that my friend Alana and I went to. Um, And Matt Wilpers was there. And we got there early, like good little students. and, And he was there. And, I mean... Could there be a nicer person on the planet, um, <laughs> or could I stand, sound any more like Chandler Bing? Um, he was <laughs> so nice, so wonderful. Like took all the time in the world to, to answer as many questions as we had, and just just like instantly it's like, oh, this is how I would want an, you know, a famous person to treat me if I went up to them and just kind of gushed for a little while, which is kind of what we did. And <laughs> in, in all accounts, every single instructor is like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of waiting to see when I'll have the opportunity to go to the mothership and meet somebody. And I, I guarantee you, I'm a, I'm a 41, soon-to-be 42-year-old man. I'm going to be nervous meeting one of these people. I know it, but... I'm going to be starstruck, but in a really good way. And from everything I can tell, if like, you want to take a picture with them, they'll take a picture with you. You want to ask them questions like they're actual human beings. Go figure. So <laughs> God bless them, you know. So they are. Uh, you know, go out there and and, you know, if you have an opportunity to approach them, don't treat them like like Axl Rose or something. Treat them like the person next door. Like they actually are, are extremely nice and personable. as are, by the way, the people at the retail stores, too. Because anyone that I've gone to, including my my home one in Palo Alto and Sarah, the manager there, to when I went to Washington D.C. for work and I, I rode for four straight days in the window because that was my gym for the week. <laughs> I mean, you're like a celebrity. You're treated like a celebrity in those stores. Like, oh, home riders, we're here for you. You want to ride? Go ahead. I'll wipe your sweat down. You're going to think all I do is sweat, but I, I don't
0: but, so. I, but I th- I think we've reached a point. In our culture, where there there are all these like different niches of celebrity, you know what I mean. Where it's like the the instructors are, are are celebrities, but within kind of a very hyper specific world or cocoon. So it's like it's kind of like the best of both worlds that they get kind of the enjoyment level of being a celebrity. But they can still. It's in a very specific zone, no pun intended. So they
1: can still <laughs> interact with the real world, right? They, in, in most places,
0: right? It's not like if you know if you're Steve Martin and you walk down the street, everybody's like, "Oh my God, there's Steve Martin." Well, you know where where these people get the the fun of being famous? Whether it's at HRI or when people come into the studio, or maybe every once in a while they get spotted out and out and about. But there's probably it probably maintains its novelty in a way it doesn't if you're. Katy Perry.
1: Yeah, right. That's
2: I, a good point. I totally agree with that. And I think, you know, all the fame and fortune and riches that, that they have or have come to them, you know, they deserve because speaking as someone who has has taught spin classes before, I it is hard to do what they do. And they do it so well. They really are that they've gotten the best in the world by far. It's amazing how they have.
0: So what is it like writing, being a writer who is also a spin instructor? Do you, do you feel like you're like doubly judgmental? <laughs> like, are you hypercritical? Or are you just like, oh, these guys are crushing it. This is the cream of the crop.
2: All I am is not worthy. I mean, just to watch them do what they do you know when, when you're an instructor i mean when you go through the certification they don't only teach you about well here's you know where your knee needs to be over the ball of your foot when your feet are, are parallel to the ground or stuff like that like that kind of technical stuff they teach you how to structure a rhyme musically and and, and how to you know interact with the people in the studio it, it, you, there's a, a performance aspect to it and so to take it to that level where you have to kind of keep all of that stuff in mind, and and keep in mind, you know, when I did my playlist and I prepared for a class, it would take me two to three hours. I'm sure it does not take these instructors that long. I was new, but I liked, you know, the music set up. Like I said, I'm driven by music, so if the chorus really hits. You know, I want to be standing up at that point or I want to be adjusting the uh, resistance at that point, stuff like that. So to to be able to kind of figure all that out ahead of time, build your playlist, go into the studio, remember all the stuff that you have to do just with teaching a class, but then have the lights and the hundreds of people watching and then have to play to the camera as well as the people. And then everybody's going to be upset if it's your 100th ride and you don't get a shout out, right? (laughs) To have all of that going on and to be as nice and accommodating as they are, I, that's why I quit I quit teaching because I but you know and then to get on the bike and they're giving me the, the music that I was looking for and the workout that I was looking for and they do it so flawlessly I mean it, for anybody listening if you haven't taken there's a I don't know the exact date of it but Jess King did a live DJ ride where at the very end or towards the end they played Lady Gaga and out of nowhere, her and DJ John Michael busted out a choreographed dance move routine that came out of nowhere for me. And I like, nearly lost my mind. You know, I'm like You just added another thing that I know you practice for. It was just amazing. And that's why they really are the best in the world.
1: Yeah. Gosh, I love those two when they do their DJ rides. So fun. Yes. You mentioned that you used to be an on-air journalist. How did that come about, and how did you end up transitioning out of that to be an attorney?
2: Uh, good question. I mean, money's a big part of it, but I was a... Uh, <laughs> that's the same so- decision I made about radio. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, that's right, Tommy. Yeah, so... You know, I was a I was a, I went to Penn State. I was a broadcast journalism major, and I realized as I was graduating. Well, I, my senior year, I, I went to work for the local NBC affiliate, Johnstown Altoona State College NBC, um, and I managed to kind of weasel my way in there. As a, it's called a one man band, I'm sure Tom, you're familiar with that term, where you if you're in TV and you're with a news department and they don't really have much of a budget, it's you, a camera, and a t- tripod, and you take all the video and yeah. you set up those still shots where you know you're talking to the camera this was on VHS tape at the time and then you go and you interview people and then you have to press the button come around and interview them then you get the tape and you go back to the studio and then you got to edit it together and put together the piece you're doing it all and I found out that you know with the debt I was in at school just coming just graduating I would have to try to pay that off while being a one man band somewhere in the middle of the country I am a Jew from the suburbs of Philadelphia so you know middle of the country is a little intimidating to me too (laughs) Um, we have
0: Jews here, it's okay
2: (laughs) I I don't want to go down that road I know know, this is a Trump talk with Tom so I'm not going to go down down there but um, it, it just, I wasn't kind of prepared for making no money and doing it all myself. Like it wasn't the glamour that I was looking for. Sure. So I had a choice. I was playing in a, in a cover band at Penn State at the time Blue Suede Groove. Shout out to those guys. And I had a decision. Do I want to stay in the band? Do I want to try and make it as a, as a journalist or do I want to kind of follow academically what my father had tagged me from five years old with my Harvard law sweatshirts and uh, go to law school. And uh, I went with the latter mostly because I got a part Scholarship to go to Malibu, California to study. It was very hedonistic, all of it. So I <laughs> went, went to Pepperdine, went to law school and figured, you know what, at least I'll be able to kind of. I've had this bug of kind of being in front of people, whether it's I was a theater major for a short period of time or in a band or something like that. I figured, oh, I could at least be in front of a judge or a jury. So I did that for, you know, about 10, 12 years or so.
0: So you were actually a trial lawyer?
1: Yeah,
2: I
0: was. Wow, that's, I mean,.
1: That. yeah that's that's a whole level of performance right there
0: Yeah, it is. that's the show man like that's
2: it, it, uh, it's not as it seems sexy on TV but it's there's a lot of just trying to stay awake most <laughs> of the time really is between the depositions and the evidence and all that stuff it's just it, it's prob- it fun. it's
0: probably a lot like making a movie how actors talk about like they sit around on set for hours on end just bored doing nothing and then there's like these little bursts of activity where it's just crazy and then it's you sit back down and you wait forever. Yeah, you know? I mean,
2: the biggest kind of myth there is when you watch these shows and they show like a courtroom scene, it's always like everything that you're hearing, it's just news to everybody. It's the first time everybody's hearing it in that courtroom. Right. Whereas in real life, you've heard everything so many times. You know what's coming. You know what the objection is going to be. Usually, you know what the, what the ruling is going to be. You know what, how it's going to play out. You just have to get through it. Make sure you hit all your cues in terms of objections and evidence and all that kind of stuff. And then wait for the result. Well,
0: I mean, it's almost, I mean, it's pretty much It's illegal for both sides to not know what's coming, right? Like, I mean, that's what Discovery's all about, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, unless you've got Unless you catch him in a lie That's that's the one exception That's when it gets fun yeah, um, but, but you know the first thing they tell you in law school is okay. Everybody that comes here that thinks they're going to have that Perry Mason moment, get that out <laughs> of your mind. That's not the way this works. And you go from oh, I'm so excited to oh, great. What am I going to do for the next three years?
1: Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny.
0: Now I just finished reading that. I just finished reading a, a a true crime book. So now, and I'm I'm like applying all this to the courtroom stuff in my head. I'm like oh, I'm trying to
2: well, criminal. I mean, criminal law is a lot different. I was sure. doing civil litigation and between. Gotcha. Some people with money who were arguing with other people with money about portions of that money that, you know, weren't being done for anything useful. I mean, I got I got stuck in three years worth of litigation because somebody put a 10 foot addition on their home in the Pacific Palisades Hills that partially blocked the view of the ocean from the lady lit across the way. And that was three years worth of litigations, hundreds of thousands of dollars each of them. And it's just, you know, when you go to work and all you're doing is arguing with people, it really gets to you. It just gets you and drags you down And that's one of the big There's another reason that I love this company the, the bike and the company It's so much positivity I just don't have time for the, for any of that Negative stuff in my life anymore So Amen you know, okay.
0: Yeah, I bet especially when it's a petty argument like that Like, I mean, I get I mean, we've all had those fights with our neighbors Or somebody cuts you off and it feels like er. But it's like at the end of the day To be still having that argument three years later would yeah. be like Pretty exhausting Especially when It's not your argument You're just paid To have the argument like <laughs> Yeah
2: and I can't tell you How many clients I had sitting in front of me Going listen I know this is really Important to you I know you want to Make a statement I know you don't Want to back down But trust me When I tell you We're going to be Sitting here a year From now And you're going to Be looking at me Like why am I out So much money And I'm going to tell you I told you back A year ago You should just Get out now It's just emotionally It's so taxing But people You yeah, know you just have to kind of live through it in order to, to finally get it, and it's just it was just so negative. I just had to get away.
0: Although had there get, is when your when uh, your job security depends on people's pride and ego, you're going to be in business for a while. That's for sure.
2: Oh yes. You are. <laughs> I was not. We were not short of having people come through the door with their with their squabbles, and they're willing to pay a lot of money just to you know. We gotta let people. We gotta send a message, you know, right? Like the only message you're sending is to the is to the bank that you're gonna make another withdrawal. To us. <laughs> like sorry, you're gonna want up hate you gonna hate us at the end of this, but I'm telling
1: you now. Yeah, this is where we're headed. You've been warned. Yes.
0: Speaking of uh, positive things, let's uh, let's talk about something positive then. So you organized the. Puerto Rico fundraising ride That just occurred
2: yes I did And and, and thank you for uh, However many podcasts ago exclaiming me Or marking me a marketing genius For coming up with PR for PR that's I was a, pretty proud of that myself that's a great line I <laughs> loved it I <laughs> was like <laughs> that's Yeah yeah so um, You know I was on I was on the boards, Just kind of looking around and everything and I saw a, You know a smattering of posts where It basically the, the, the gist of it Was you know we did a ride for the for the hurricane in Texas. We did a ride for the hurricane in Florida. Why aren't we doing one for Puerto Rico? And it was just this theme that was coming up again and again. And then there was all kinds of stuff in the news about he who shall not be named. And I just felt really bad for those people <laughs> um, and uh, the people of Puerto Rico. Right. Right. Uh, yes. The people of White House. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I say it? You can't say it. Can I say it? Never you quite. feel free. You
1: can say whatever you want we'll, because they are your views. Yeah. <laughs> we do. We oh, do oh, not support views. or endorse the views. <laughs>
2: you know, I was I was watching all this stuff, and you know, of course, right around the time, then I'm seeing images of him like kind of chucking uh, uh, paper towels at people who desperately need supplies, and I, yeah, I just felt really bad. And uh, believe me, I'm not I'm not Mr. Charity over here. Like I'm, yeah, I, I I don't do as much as I should. But I thought, you know, we're all talking about. Peloton doing it, but I, you know, there's a term called, um, I think it's charity fatigue.
1: Yeah. So yeah. absolutely. Everybody
2: was asking for this and then this, and then Puerto Rico happened and then Vegas happened and, you know, and then another hurricane came and all this stuff. But, you know, when, when this was going on, I thought, well, why don't we just do it? I mean, if we're all paying, we've all paid you know, thousands of dollars for this bike. I'm pretty sure we've got some spending money to <laughs> give you know, 10 or a buck uh, a mile, maybe. So having learned my lesson from just posting, Hey, I'm going to do this and, and stepping on toes. I said, you know, if we organized a rider, <laughs> uh, organized ride PR for PR, would anyone be interested in donating a dollar ride? And, and, I mean, it—the the outpouring of support was instant, and I posted this thing on a Friday night. It was the Jewish high holidays. It was like six thirty my time, nine thirty East Coast. I was expecting maybe ten, fifteen k. I'll do it. I was averaging one kind of "I'm in" comment per minute uh, through two hundred and fifty yeses. I mean, it was just right away. It was boom. There, everybody was. So, like, well, shoot. Now I got to actually do it. <laughs> okay. But now, um, hearing no objections, I you know some people uh, reached out to me and said that you know I, I got some and I apologize because I don't have the names in front of me, but said that you know well we're doing a separate thing through our own group, but we'll use your hashtag, which was great. And then I reached out to uh, Sarah Peterson at the the managing Palo Alto store, and I said, hey, if I do this, can you help me get in touch with corporate? And she led me to JV, who then said, yeah, we'll totally. I'll I'll pin the post at the top, and it just started rolling. And then I went. Back back to the kind of big hurdle was who's going to do the ride. Can we find somebody to actually officially do it? And uh, I have already being a member of the Jess King Collective. Uh, I reached out to uh, Jacqueline Mendelson, who is a fantastic admin for that group. Um, always a smile on your face, which I love. <laughs> love her. I ride. <laughs> um, and, and I reached out to her. And I said, hey, here. I don't know if you've seen this. And can you reach out to Zesh? Jess? She said, totally. And Jess came back relatively quickly. Would love to do it. We'll put some, you know, Puerto Rican-themed music in there. Yeah, let's do it. So I was like, okay let's do it then so um, I, I guess I can announce it here. I'm, I'm really thrilled to announce that as of today, and the great thing about it too, I think, uh, Crystal, you mentioned this on the last podcast or one of your previous podcasts, um, <laughs> is that um, because you can still do it on demand, so it's not like the fundraising has ended. But as of the date of this recording, we've raised close to four thousand dollars, which wow, is wow, really that's crazy. awesome, um, and it's still going. So every few days, I get another. You know, they're they're trickling in, but it really amazed me. We raised a, uh, close to a thousand dollars before the ride even happened and it wasn't like people were donating 10 bucks there were hundred dollar donations i just saw one for 250 and i was just like that it was just it it warmed my heart and you know as my people say it's a mitzvah that i did so I'm (laughs) i'm just happy to help even though i've never been to puerto rico and i don't think i i don't even know if i know anybody from puerto rico but i just wanted to do something good and i did And
1: I feel pretty good about it. Well good for you. You You should. Yeah. It is it's an awesome thing. And I actually haven't had a chance to take the ride. I already had an appointment scheduled. I was so happy that you did on that you included on demand because that does give people a lot more latitude. So don't worry, I'm my donation is pending.
2: Oh, you, felt me, you felt me about to call you out before yeah. I actually called you out. All...
1: <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just honest. I'll just own it. <laughs> He's like my GoFundMe
2: thing is in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was just it was really neat to see everybody there. I think that like live there was something like 450 people on the ride, and you know, and not not all were there for the for the fundraising. And yeah, it's not like a thousand or two thousand, but then again, again, Peloton. Didn't do a huge, you know, all-rider email blast to everybody either. So I'm, right. I'm pretty right.
0: proud of it. You should. You should. And you know what I liked about it is that, besides, of course, PR for PR, <laughs> uh, <laughs> what I liked about it is, like, there were people starting to, like, get on Peloton because it was like, well, you did one for Houston and you did one for... Uh, I've already forgot where they're at Florida Florida I, I, already, I already forgotten there's so Many tragedies to I know well, there like, v- yeah. literally are it's and,
1: ridiculous and
0: uh and it's like And I get how on the one hand that it can feel like why did you choose one and Not the other but like you said there we're in a world in a time frame and Where we're it feels like we're almost always rolling from one tragedy On some level to another and that's a lot to keep expecting a company like Peloton To keep throwing money, doing special rides I mean, at some point, like right. that gets exhausting And, and then that... It, Becomes i don't know like their you, business Model and you can't do that for right everything. they
1: didn't They didn't go into this business to to Support donations and It's kind and wonderful that they Did what they did but i i thought It was great that you took something that was Potentially negative everybody was there were Not everybody there were some people I don't mean to call out like everybody was Complaining there and were now a few let's people go complaining all those people That were saying that <laughs> and, and see if They donated to yeah, the puerto rico That ride. would be interesting that, that I would, that love would to see, be Interesting i would love to
2: see a data <laughs> miner. Or do that if you've ever been in, in that kind of corporate setting too and, you, and you've been kind of the chair of the decision maker you understand why a lot of these companies wouldn't even go down the road of sure. even setting up one ride because it sets a precedent now do we have to do it for every ride so right. you know i just and, and and i do want to say that you know I, that initial kind of reaction of why aren't they doing one for Puerto Rico? Like that struck me. Like that was a thought that ran through my head. Sure. And it stuck with me for a while. I'm like, why aren't they? Oh, I'm sure they'll do something. And then it didn't happen. But I kind of stepped back and said, you know what? Last time I checked, they weren't under an obligation to do any of this. And last right. time I checked, they, haven't they donated something like 60 grand of their own money through right. no one asking them to do it? So they didn't have to do any of it. So it's, you know, the, the sense of entitlement is just, I just, I realized it in myself. I said, you know what? Screw that. Like, let's just, I'm just going to do it myself. I'm going to and see if anybody else wants to. If they do, great. And if I get shot down, I get shot down. But so be it. But every, I'm telling you, everybody, I didn't get one person that said, you know, oh, you shouldn't do that. They should do it or anything. There was just no negativity at all. And it was just really wonderful to see because you turn on the news there's a lot of negativity or if you're an attorney there's a lot of negativity yeah, yeah. that's but, the, you know, that's the like business this, model for
0: attorneys is negativity <laughs> yeah, yeah <it> is. <laughs> so um let me ask you this and you might not remember so I'm not trying to put you on the spot I'm just curious for my own edification what was some of the music that was th- that was Puerto Rican in nature like I um, all I can think of is like the soundtrack to West Side Story and so I'm like <laughs> I'm like I'm like what like what bands are from Puerto Rico that okay. that would fit the ride
2: Okay, two two answers. The, the main answer is I, like I said, I'm I'm from Philly. I'm from the East Coast, and I, like I just I'm the farthest thing from Puerto Rican music, so I have no idea is, <laughs> is the direct answer. But gotcha. when I thought about the the ride playlist, I, I was thinking to myself, maybe I could suggest. Like a some type of you know theme music for the Puerto Rico ride, and the only thing I could come up with the word Puerto Rico in it, just because I was in West Side Story in high school, was right. West Side Story. But if you know the lyrics to that song, it says Puerto Rico, island of tropic diseases. Right? Yeah, like, like this is not good. Not, yeah, not appropriate for this ride.
0: <laughs> I think was Minuto from Puerto Rico.
1: Oh man, they. I don't know. I don't remember. I'm um, just a really, to,
2: I'm really, really white, so I'm not even try I know that's that. the
0: other problem too, right? Is because then you're like, oh, here's some Puerto Rican music, and then when it's coming from people like you and me, i.e., middle-aged white guys, like right. vi- then it gets
2: oh, like, god, I'm like my middle age. Oh, you, you too. You said forty. Oh. Yeah. yeah, you said forty. So oh god, is that middle age? Um, yeah. So, yeah. Sorry,
0: I don't know how to break it to you. It's it's. I was having this conversation. It's weird when people start to get nostalgic for things that you remember from your like twenties. And you're like, you can't be nostalgic for that. That was only like five. Oh, son. Oh,
2: yeah. 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 Speaking of someone that currently plays in an 80s cover band. Believe me, I I get that sentiment with all the high school and college kids that like kind of walk by and go, I feel like I've heard this song. It's like, yeah, it's Guns N' Roses. Everyone's heard this song. (laughs)
0: Well, you know, they make you feel really old. So like 80s music, (laughs) 80s music for them is like 60s music Uh, for us.
2: Uh, like being trapped in the car with the oldie station. I know. Yeah. I, 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 I had was this, so excited to come on this podcast too. Now I'm just, at, yeah, I know I'm, I'm ruining it for talking. you. You should, I do. you should
1: spend some time talking to Jackie Sincata. She will make you feel old instantly. <laughs> I had this
0: epiphany one time when I was show, introducing my son to Ghostbusters and I started doing the math in my head. And I realized <laughs> that for him at his age, Ghostbusters was as far away as when I was his age. Abbott and Costello were for me. Uh,
2: uh, so it's just I'm so depressed right now. Right? Yes. I'm so depressed right? Now. Okay, I will say. I will say. I'm just gonna this band that I'm, that I'm talking about. We just did a, a different kind of fundraiser, and my son, who's seven years old, um, he sang two '80s songs that he worked so hard to sing that are just you know second nature. I've been singing them forever. Um, uh, Eye of the Tiger and Living on a Prayer. And to, to, <laughs> And to see it, to play next to him and watch him do that. I mean, any depression of being old just goes away. <laughs> oh, I it bet. Was just, it's the most wonderful thing as a parent to see. So, I was I, real- bet, Jimmy, I love you.
0: I was really afraid you were going to say Say that he's saying we built this city and I was going to be like, oh, I'm in trouble
1: That's a callback right there Yes.
0: Now we did uh, Crystal looked it up And we did confirm that Menudo is in fact from Puerto Rico So I yeah, got one right
1: You did oh, nice. Congrats a Crack
0: so, research team Well done yeah, so I'll have
1: to check the playlist You
0: can play I'll, that I'll, And Ricky So then that means you can play Ricky Martin Oh
1: that's uh, right yeah. You can check the playlist now Yeah you can check the playlist
2: uh, it's not a great feature. I love it. It
1: is. Feature. I love it. I actually used it the other day when I was having a horrible day, and I was like, "Okay, I need just the right ride. Like this cannot mm-hmm. be. I need. I need to enjoy this music. It needs to be right on the spot. And it yeah. worked out great. Okay. Well, so I. You talked about some things earlier that you would tell newbies, and you yourself are a newbie. So, what other advice do you have for newbies? Okay.
2: Great question Big, Biggest Biggest piece of advice I can give you Don't worry about your butt hurting It goes away yeah, It really does but Give it a week it, It'll it'll go away You don't need new pants You don't need cushions You don't need a wider seat Trust me, it'll go away Although and, I have seen some posts About like lady parts having issues I can't really speak to that um, But I can tell you From the male perspective it'll, it'll go away
0: And and if you ride long enough Not only will the pain go away But so will your butt
2: yeah. <laughs> But <laughs> uh, that's kind of a big one. Not the butt, but. The, the, the um, uh, yeah, don't be. I think I mentioned this before, but, you know, don't be afraid of the live ride or anything like that. And also, at least for the if, if it's your first time spinning, regardless of whether you're competitive or not, hide the leaderboard. Don't yeah. worry about it. Um, I'm making right now, I'm making myself nuts with the leaderboard because I once I got everything calibrated correctly, I, I set a new PR for myself, which is great. But recently I can't get to within 80 or 90 points of that PR and it's driving me mental. But I'm exhausted and I'm sweating and I'm working out and my weight is back down to kind of pre-doctor visit weight, which is great. So just you know, remember why you're there. It's not to be number one on the leaderboard, especially when you realize that there's a very easy way to kind of recalibrate this bike so that you can be number one on the leaderboard and, and barely exert any effort. So, you know, don't worry about it. Just just I think every instructor said this at one point or another, but you do you, you know, well, just do what feels right. And, and, and don't worry about the metrics.
1: That's that's okay. why you can't hit your PR because you lost weight. You don't have as much weight to to push on the pedals.
2: Well, to be fair, the PR was a week ago. Oh.
1: <laughs> well, but it's only been you. a week. You don't get to you don't get so, PRs yeah, once so, a week now. So now we
0: realize that the real problem is that you're kinda whiny. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: God, I, thought, no, I really can't let my wife hear this.
1: <laughs> I thought I thought it had been some time. Like you had spent some time with that PR because the longer you ride, the longer you will not have a PR. That's just well, it,
2: yeah, it's a, it's a funny story because um, after I got my bike, I saw somebody posted the video for calibrating. So yeah. I said, what? Yeah, I'll calibrate, you know, just in case, because when I when it was being tripped, we, we moved and, and I had to move the bike and stuff. So I, I calibrated. And the final step, which I never got to in the YouTube video, says to clear out the cache of the bike and cycle the power. And I did. not
1: oh. And so when
2: I did it, I basically doubled my numbers. If you don't do that, it just builds on top of it, I guess, or something. And then I did it again. So when I took a ride for 45 minutes and I was number two on the leaderboard and number three was John Mills, <laughs> I was like, oh no, oh, something is terribly wrong here and it's not with him. Because <laughs> I've seen that dude. That dude is Jack. I am two <laughs> so I went back and I realized, oh, it's not calibrated right? So I calibrated the right way. And then I realized there were about 13, 15 rides where all my numbers were too elevated. So I deleted them all, which is making me sad now because I'm further away from 100. But but then, you know, when I finally got to where I'm going, it, it got recalibrated. So, you know, every once in a while I'd hit a PR. And then I got to this new PR and I was like, oh, great. And I'm usually kind of in the neighborhood, you know, like 450-ish kind of thing. And now I can't barely break four all of a sudden. So I'm just I'm wondering what's going on. But my point to the, the new folks out there is everything that I'm talking about in my head don't worry about it. I'm just a mental patient. Just <laughs> take that, put the leaderboard out, and if your heart rate is up and you're and you're burning calories or you're getting the workout, what, whatever reason you chose to ride the bike, then do it. It's it's certainly not a necessity. So that and the butt, those are two big
0: things. So in, in classic parent mode, do as I say,
1: not as I do. Not as not I as do. As
2: I, and classic teacher mode, those who can't
1: teach, <laughs>
0: and those who really can't just sit around and make fun of everybody that does. <laughs>
1: Is that you? I'm not really making
2: fun of you, but I'm making jokes about it.
1: Yes. Tell us something about you that's not related to the bike.
2: I have a, I don't know if a lot of people are like this, but I have a weird history of being in close proximity to celebrities. So in in kindergarten, first and second grade, I went to elementary school. And this is, well, I guess it's not a humble brag if you acknowledge it up front. This is just a brag. Um, So first, (laughs) there was this enrichment class where there was about seven or eight of us that they took out of class because we were smart and put us in this advanced class. And amongst those seven or eight of us was Bradley Cooper. Oh. So uh, Bradley was a close friend of mine for first and second grade. And that was the last time I saw him because he went to a different school. Um, so that was kind of, and, and his first, I saw an interview that he did uh, back home and his, I, I believe this is correct. And in, in that interview, he said his first play that he was ever in was something called around the world in 80 days. And as it turns out, I was the narrator in around the world in 80 days. So that's when I think awesome. Huber's first play, I narrated. Believe it or not, that's uh, fun. That is cool. <laughs> and then, uh, I went to when I went to Penn State, I was in the theater program for 30 seconds. And in those 30 seconds, the graduate students, there was a, a class. I think it was the history of theater. It's like the toughest class at Penn State because it seems like it would be super easy, but it's super hard. And there's this moment where they take some of the graduate theater students who pretend to have like a, a knockdown, dragout fight. In the middle of class, I forget what the lesson was, but it's memorable. <laughs> it's just like it jars you because you honestly think these people are fighting. And one of those graduate student theater people was Keegan Michael Key from Key and Peel. Oh, okay. Wow. And, and he went on to, he was in Second City in Chicago where I mm-hmm. ran to him. I mean, I, he doesn't know me. I never met the guy, but he was in that the same theater department I was. And then That's cool. I go on to be a trial attorney. And one of the people I represent is most people, or many people won't remember her, but Brooke Burke, who was a, a model. And, and I think she hosted Dancing with the Stars for a couple of seasons. Okay. Oh. Bottom line, she's super pretty and super nice, both in person. Um, so that was cool. And your wife uh,
0: lets you represent her anyway.
2: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I would make sure to show Brooke a picture of my wife and to tell my wife that I showed Brooke a picture of her. Of course, I did not say, see this woman. I will totally leave her if you will be with me boy <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're a, a charmer. charmer yeah now she really can't listen to this one Delayed releasing this podcast. Right? Yeah. Um, and then the, the last thing and this is a recent one is i um you know i signed up for peloton and i started looking at the bios of all the instructors and i grew up in Rydal, pennsylvania and went to abington high school and it turns out that our very own uh robin uh, also grew up in Rydell, Pennsylvania Also went to Abington High School about five years before I did So huh. um, my very first shout out Although it was right before the, they started recording She was scrolling through the leaderboard And uh, my leaderboard name is Fly Eagles Fly, uh, I-G-G-L-E-S Because that's how we say it in Philly And I guess she saw it, and she stopped and she said Hey, Rydell, PA, the small world, that's where I'm from I'm like, I know that's why I put it in my location <laughs> So that was, a, that was a pretty cool moment for me
0: <laughs> That's awesome (laughs) Crystal's pointed at me And she's like That's totally something You would do It is is totally something (laughs) I would do
2: It didn't work at first Because the first thing I did was I made my screen name Galloping Ghost Because that was the uh, High school mascot Figuring she (laughs) might Recognize it there That didn't work So I changed it back To what it was And then in my location I put San Francisco Bay Via Rytle PA And that's what Finally did the trick So pretty proud of myself for Cracking <laughs> <laughs> the code. I'm such yeah. a loser. What,
0: what is your leaderboard name? Oh, so that's your
2: oh. current, is that currently? Yeah, so I, I've changed it like four different times since I started. I, I, I First, I was Magic Mike 75 because my name is Mike and I was born in 75. And then I realized, you know what, when you call yourself Magic Mike, people get a certain idea in their head yes. of what you look like in person. Yep. Yep, and that's I don't true. look like that in person. So I need to change this right now. <laughs> I was galloping ghosts for 30 seconds. Then when I was riding over the summer, there was a, this is weird. I, I, I where I ride, there's a, a window and a windowsill and a ledge on the outside. And I'm on the second floor. And this squirrel, when I was riding and only when I was riding would come over to the ledge and like put his stomach or her stomach on the, the gra- on the, on the ledge there and spread out the arms and legs and just lay flat, I guess, to be cool. <laughs> and I just like this weird squirrel, so I changed my name to Pelo Squirrel for a while. <laughs> that was cool. And I I took a picture of the squirrel And that was my screen name And then um, I noticed that Jen Sherman Was doing uh, Sunday morning NFL rides And I'm from Philadelphia I'm a huge Eagles fan So I went oh I could be Fly Eagles Fly Because that's kind of the uh, That's the the team song So uh, Fly Eagles Fly was taken Uh, Fly underscore Eagles Underscore Fly was taken Uh, (laughs) Eagles I-G-G-L-E-S was not So Fly Eagles Fly is my screen name
1: Nice Gotcha
0: (laughs) We don't have a football team So we have no rivalry We're like whatever Yeah Yeah, Even when we did I didn't care
1: Although I heard During Jen Sherman's Football ride this weekend She said that Apparently they won a game Like they're doing well this year yeah, It's the first time for everything I know So <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, okay Are we talk about the Rams? Yes. About- yeah Yes Okay, okay. I just Yeah to make we're sure. a little We're a offended. little
1: bitter Yeah, yeah we're just a little deciding bitter
2: Deciding whether or not I want to get offended or not. No, no, yeah, no 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 It we're was about- we're, no.
1: We're, we're not into football at all So, we're, we're at all, so like, we couldn't talk shit About Eagles If we wanted to nah, but- I
0: wouldn't even know I couldn't <laughs> name one player On the team Nope nah, be- <laughs> you,
2: know, you know the saddest thing too Is that I mean they're in L.A. now And you know I lived in L.A. For the better part of 15 years And no one in that town Cares about football Either, so it's just it's so sad. I mean, the uh, oh, I'm not, welcome to football talk with Mike. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as
0: a city, we were more upset with just how it went down because yeah. it's like the owner of the team just said, got real shady. Said, like yeah. really crappy things about the city, and like you know, and it was like it was like, but that that's not really accurate. Like you know, I mean, because it it wasn't, and I'm not a sports guy. I don't care. Honestly, being in the concert industry like I am, I was. I mean kind of okay when they left Because that's more disposable income for people To right. buy concert tickets so And it's less I don't have to worry about uh, Like all of a sudden people a show getting Ruined because they're in the playoffs although we hadn't had To worry about that for quite some time yeah but uh we but were still safe. so it's <laughs> you know but it was just They were just really kind of dicks Yeah so, hey,
2: St. Louis is a great town I'll put In a plug for you guys I, I, <laughs> I've been there On numerous occasions and every time I Go to a new place on business I always Ask you know the, the concierge or somebody that I'll Tell them like what is this town known for for in terms of food, I want to get the local cuisine, and of course, you get the barbecue reference. But toasted ravioli, toasted ravioli, yeah. some I never had before, and then some weird kind of pizza. That emos, they sent me, oh. emos oh. pizza
0: is disgusting. It's don't, disgusting. Don't trust is, anyone. Yeah. I've lived here my whole life And it's like Somebody Like it's They, no. they
1: melded Some strange cheeses together And put it on cardboard but, Yes yeah. But it's It's uh, a serious a perfect, love Around perfect,
2: here perfect, Yeah Perfect description of it You're if absolutely you, right If you but like The toaster ravioli On the other hand I've That's been amazing that Ever since
0: Yeah But yeah Emo's is like If someone yeah. If someone took like Month old cheese uh. And put it on a Cardboard with ketchup Yuck! Like it's I I don't understand I don't understand the local people's the fixation love for Arios because I grew up here are Arios Arios is a pizza I do like I was like Emo's, what are you saying Emo's, I've never understood I grew up here I've lived here my whole life and I'm always like this pizza is awful I don't it's understand
2: terrible. it at yeah. least they warned me ahead of time they're like it a lot of people don't like it so just be warned I'm like oh I gotta try this now and I went down I'm like it, it's like dirty socks it's
1: <laughs> yeah
0: it's it's funny there was a thing a while back John. John Hamm and Jimmy Kimmel got in a fight about emos and John Ham like sent him emo and the whole time I'm like don't. Don't Don't do, do it, it John Ham. It's it's not good pizza It's you're, not gonna you're, win you're, Your battle You're not going To convince Jimmy Kimmel That this is good pizza
1: Send him Ted Drew's <laughs> Yes Our this episode Of the
2: clip out Brought to you by Emo's Pizza Yeah I think we
0: just Lost our sponsorship But that's okay
2: <laughs> That's okay
0: But yeah It's not it's, I, But uh, people also, I've never had it Because it sounds It looks gross And I'm, you know how But uh, gooey butter cake People oh, also it rave
1: Gooey about, butter cake Is very good
2: People rave about gooey
1: butter Yeah cake. that's only A St. Louis thing too Yes I, It's what's
2: good we our
1: cake, and where's the recipe? Uh, I don't know where the recipe is. Uh, I'm sure your sister has it. I could ask yeah. her. And it's. But
2: you know I, my sister?
1: No, no, I was looking at Tom. <laughs> my sister. <'Cause> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's like,
0: why is my sister holding out on me? <laughs> <laughs> my sister.
2: Uh,
1: but uh, it's it's kind of like. Um, it's a whole bunch of butter with icing on it. No, it's it's really really good cake that's like like moist but it also has like this really really rich lemony also buttery flavoring on top. It's amazing. I'm not so doing what, it justice. What you're, saying,
2: what you're saying is it's gooey butter cake. Yeah, Yeah, we're not um. really the best at names. <laughs>
1: <laughs> For example,
0: toasted ravioli are fried, so I don't understand. You like, never like, you know, know
2: what I, you're going
1: to get I when you come yeah. here.
2: Really good point. Never yeah. thought of that until yeah. right.
1: that's, that's, <laughs> <why, laughs> that's why we're the show me state because we can't name shit. We gotta show you. Yeah, we <laughs> have to see
0: it first, because who knows? Who knows what it really is. Really show me. No yeah. Oh, it's fried, then I'll eat it. Yeah. So it's it's the whole thing. Okay. So uh so before we go, uh, how can people find you if you want them to find you?
2: Facebook.
0: I <laughs> to not know if you had something you wanted to oh,
2: plug. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, I get it. This is where I get to plug something. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm going to start putting and that not in Brooke this- Burke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well played, sir. Well played. Okay. So, if you are up for hearing five marginally talented musicians play relatively okay rock music from the '80s, <laughs> I encourage you to go to YouTube and search for Johnny and the Baldwins. John Baldwin Elementary School is where my son goes to school out here in Sunny Danville, California. Smoky Danville, California. There's all kinds of fires today. There's another tragedy for you. It's the most depressing episode of the clip out ever. I know. Um, <laughs> anyway, but uh, uh, YouTube, Johnny and the Baldwins, take a look at some of the videos. I'm the guy in the Eagles jersey playing the bass. Please don't leave negative comments. My son will see, but he's sitting <laughs> there. So be nice.
1: That's awesome. We will
0: find a link, and when this comes out, we'll put a, a clip on our on the clip out page. Yeah, totally. Cool. We,
2: are, we know nine songs And we're available For anything that lasts 45 minutes or less <laughs> <laughs> Or
0: you could open For another cover band
2: Or that's what I meant We're going to open For another cover there
0: band There you go <laughs> You can tell I'm in concert <laughs> I know, huh? Leave well, this to me well I, I don't know, know how to position this Cool Well thank you very much For taking the time To talk to us today
1: Yes Thank you so much
2: Thanks for having me
0: Here's today's Recipe for success So what sort of recipe Does Michael Klein Have for us Oh wow! Well, well. Get to call it gross as well.
1: I'm I'm pretty sure that everyone accepts at this point that you just call everything gross. It yes,
0: seems- I mean you can't take it personally when I don't like your recipe. If I like your recipe, you probably did something wrong and <laughs> thoroughly unhealthy, Chris
2: Merrill. <laughs>
1: I bet Morrow just smiled (laughs) (laughs) We have an interesting recipe Interesting in that it has not been done before It is a recipe for garlic soy edamame 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 What is that it's it's a protein it's a bean Uh, I don't know how to describe it to you because You've probably never seen it shocking I know but people use it for a lot of different things Like I have pasta upstairs made out of edamame to increase my protein that was a little tip That I got from nutritionist to the stars Claire Shorenstein okay and uh, found that at Costco I was really excited anyway this is adding it's like you can serve it as a side dish so you could add it to any kind of main dish as something really healthy on the side. It's very simple. you need a cup of frozen edmame two tablespoons of butter, two tablespoons of garlic and two teaspoons oh I'm sorry two teaspoons of garlic, two teaspoons of soy sauce. and then you melt the butter overheat you add the edmame you stir for six to eight minutes. add the soy sauce, chop the garlic, add to pan, stir until it's fully cooked. boom done. Great side dish healthy.
0: If you say so Yeah On the great part I'm assuming it must be healthy I figure What was the thing last week? The kumbacha?
1: No, that was a long time ago What was it called? (laughs) (laughs) Well, last I don't know what you're saying Because last week was are you talking about the, the chia seeds and stuff
0: What was the thing That's like it? Like if you're you not You called can- it gross Well that But, but before that The SCOBY
1: the, the living thing The thing grow and- Yeah that's a SCOBY And okay. that was Kumbacha The Kumbacha And the SCOBY Was inside of it You had to You had to brew And ferment your SCOBY
0: Yeah I I mean I just assume That's gotta be healthy Cause why else would anyone eat that
1: I don't know we've gotten so many comments About that like we are like, so hey,
0: Fly over country
1: you Backwood Hicks yeah <laughs> I mean Nobody said anything that mean but
0: <laughs> It was implied <laughs>
1: I mean, clearly, we are the ones that are are the outliers here that we have never seen that in a store or tried to drink it or are excited about it whatsoever. I agree with those who say that if it's growing and you have to ferment it, they would rather drink alcohol. And I am of that mindset, personally. But for those of you that are drinking the kombucha... I am very proud of you and I hope that you are healthy and enjoy that thing growing on your sink.
0: Yeah. More power to you. Yeah. Just uh, keep an eye on it. <laughs> this is this is how like We
1: have watched way too much Stranger Things. This is
0: how thirty percent of horror movies start.
1: <laughs> this is like
0: Gremlins or the Blob. This is what this is how it lays out. So. Yeah.
1: If you guys haven't watched Stranger Things 2, you might want to watch it before you start growing your scopey.
0: Or like you can make it as part of your Experience a stranger <laughs> things too special
1: <laughs> special scoby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so if you're looking for that recipe, you can find it at Facebook.com slash the clipout or on our website theclipout.com.
1: Under the recipes tab.
0: So I guess that brings us to the end of our fun filled Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> Woo. And uh so there, so uh, who is coming up on next week's episode?
1: I'm so excited. Paige Davis. Nice Yes
0: So that should be a good one Yeah Hopefully she gives us a recipe That's made entirely out of I don't know fried lard on a stick (laughs) Lightly salted in a butter sauce
1: Do you want me to have Chris Merrill Back on the show
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just for that Here's something Tom will eat (laughs) He will have a stroke By the time he finishes the meal
1: I have to give a shout out I I don't usually do this But people Ever since we had Chris Gallant On the show And he somehow convinced me To to join this relay race For the Atlantic City Ironman Right We we keep hearing about new people that are joining There's new people joining all the time And uh, just today I saw that Chris Merrill's wife Is going to do her first 5k ever That is so cool
0: That is cool
1: So yay Yeah, so Chris Merrill posted on Instagram today I saw it because he said He said thank you at Chris Gallant Or Gallant's place Because that's what he is on Instagram Right And clip out Crystal on Instagram Because she's going to be do- could- Because she's going to be doing her first 5k Oh,
0: I I was on that episode too But thanks
1: You sure were Thanks Chris Well I mean I don't I don't think I don't think that's bad
0: (laughs) Thanks thanks, Chris Merrill Not Gallant, But Merrill That's who I'm calling out (laughs) I played some role in that
1: I mean did you I was here You were here (laughs) Yes (laughs) But I, I don't I don't think that I
0: like to think I inspire people by by how you inspire an inspirational I am. They're like, I know I can be better than mm-hmm. this guy. <laughs> like nobody as the as the fat kid in gym class who was always last when you ran the mile. <laughs> no, everybody. I, I helped all the other kids because they were like, at least I won't be last like that fat kid. <laughs> and so so in the Peloton world, I'm the fat kid. And the one mile r- run in gym class
1: I'm sure he meant to include you I'm sure he did I
0: think he did on purpose You think? Yeah, I think this is I've been singled out I see how it's going
1: He's probably still mad about the donuts He
0: could very well be <laughs> <laughs> So uh, so you're welcome I guess is what I'm saying
1: Congrats on the decision to ride the to run the 5k That is awesome And I also saw that that Linda Tindler Is doing her first Ironman as well Oof I am so impressed with all these people. Look at all the inspiration happening, all starting with Chris Gallant. He's just spreading the inspirational love.
0: He is. Gonna need some inspirational penicillin. Way that's spreading around.
1: <laughs> so that's, that's what we thank you for, Tom. Okay. For the jokes.
0: <laughs> oh, I see.
1: I was like, wait, for
0: needing penicillin? Wait. getting me mixed up with my ex wife. I
1: was like, oh, insert ex wife joke. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Please don't ever use ex wife and in an insert in the same sentence.
1: I know, I know, you'd rather have a fan Yes, yes
0: <laughs> So, that's it for this episode Where can they find you If they're looking for more <laughs> Fabulous content like this Throughout the week
1: <laughs> Facebook.com Slash Crystal D. O'Keefe Or on Twitter at ClipOutCrystal or on the bike at Clip Out Crystal.
0: And you can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe Don't forget you can stay up to date with the show at Facebook.com slash the Clip Out. While you're there, you can join the Clip Out group, and things will just come at you fast and furious when we post them. So you'll never miss another posting. So there. <laughs> so that's it for this episode. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep peddling.
1: Living,
0: set yourself free. It's